0: we you be Hello and welcome back to Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather Godfather Minute Minute Brothers. Brothers. Here to talk about Minute 103. 103. The Buzz. (laughs) buzz. (laughs) That's what we should do every episode now. Is When we... When we bring it in like this, we we come up with new call letters based on what happens in this minute. Oh, okay. In <laughs> yeah. that case, 103 the snooze. <laughs> Soft 103. <laughs> <laughs> Alex repeat after me. E minuto. a e minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento tre. Cento tre. Cento tre. Cento tre. You got it. Cento sounds like Jenko. It'd mm. be true if Pop mm. was still around. <laughs> Does this, she say like, Pop or she say still- my father were still here? i think she says my father my father my father yeah. not our father i think she says my father oh yeah because yeah. who's the one who asks merle is the merle the one who asks what no, does that mean it's fredo's wife oh fredo's wife She says "Chen." she says wrong she's like chigani what's that <laughs> Chentani. it means a hundred years it'd be true if, gen- if pop's conciliary was still alive look what i got <laughs> it'd be true if papa was still alive <laughs> Uh, so minute uh cento today is that right? Yeah, wow. nice, nice work. Uh, minute cento today we're still in Sicily, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Mikey's request, Fabrizio uh, fetches Apollonia's father from the uh, back of the restaurant. Uh, he emerges with mm-hmm. two thugs, two thuggish-looking guys with mm-hmm. him. Is that I shouldn't say that they're just two two gentlemen. Yeah. I don't know what they're their hardworking is. Sicilian. Well, we don't know if they're men. hardworking. We don't that's know anything about them. You're right. We don't know right. how they earn their money. We don't know how- <laughs> Why'd you say they were thugs then? Because I it feels like a Oh, because they're Sicilian. Well, right? <laughs> No, but also they come out like behind the guy yeah. like they're getting ready to kick some yeah, blood. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, well, wouldn't you be thuggish if a sure. bunch of strangers came along? If my, and were- if my sister was that hot, you damn right, I'd be thuggish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in any case, Mikey apologizes for the disrespect mm-hmm. and reveals that he is... Miguel Corleone. Yeah. Miguel Michael Corleone, do you give up looking for girls in the countryside? I do. I do give <laughs> this up. <laughs> um, I just realized that organ is reminiscent of a soap opera. Hmm, interesting. It doesn't sound like that, but right when a, an important dialogue line is given, you have the organ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> true. <laughs> Um, you know, my wife. You, uh, when we started doing this podcast, she said, "You're going to be doing uh, this God, this Godfather, Godfather minutes podcast." And I said, "Yeah, it's a great movie." She says, "It's a, it's a, um, uh, a soap opera for boys." Oh, is that what she said? She, she said that she diminished it. Wow, down to a soap opera for boys. Or was she? I saying said, that- "You don't understand. <laughs> he is born Sarah, and he asked <laughs> for friendship. And Don Corleone <laughs> needs respect. You don't get it." And Connie needs to get money to book passage on the Queen. <laughs> maybe she did. Maybe she it in a complimentary way, or maybe she's right. Mm. Hey, I, okay. I, well, that's it for a minute. Ciento All right. right? <laughs> See you next time. Stay on in. the Godfather yeah. minute. minute. We can't <laughs> have a, we can't have the minute there. It's no, too short. We, we can't have the minute there. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it <laughs> actually <laughs> would be funny, a la soap opera. We say, oh, like tune in next time. will 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 Don Vitelli and his sons uh, beat up uh, Fabrizio, Miguel, and Carlo. Tune in next time <laughs> on the Godfather, Godfather Man. Man. So, so what do you got for this minute? So uh, I feel like you should go first since it's the last time I totally, I totally, uh, <laughs> yeah. I totally bit, bit all your, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Well, let me start. I have just as few notes this episode as I did last week, but I, I feel like we pulled it off last week. Yeah. We yeah. provided yeah. the listeners with fell some for good it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let me start with my summary. Okay. mine's <laughs> always a little different from yours. Michael introduces himself to Signor Vitelli and apologizes to him. Hmm. That's, yeah. All right. So we'll see you next. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, all my stuff is from the book. Hmm. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Uh, Don Vitelli. <laughs> he is ready. No. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. This is minute one or three. Okay. Page 333, minute 333, one. 333. Yeah, the hot hot 333. Half half Satan. Uh, Puzzo writes, Fabrizio said, The old bastard mentioned he has two sons, big tough lads that he has only to whistle up. Let's get going. Michael gave him a cold stare. Up to now, he had been a quiet, gentle young man, a typical American, except that since he was hiding in Sicily, he must have done something manly. This was the first time the shepherds had seen the Corleone stare. Mm. Don Tomasino, knowing Michael's true identity and deed, had always been wary of him, treating him as a fellow, quote, man of respect. But these unsophisticated sheep herders had come to their own opinion of Michael and not a wise one. The cold look, Michael's rigid white face, his anger that came off him like cold smoke off ice, sobered their laughter and snuffed out their familiar friendliness. Why is he so mad? Yeah, I guess in the book, it's... Yeah, you don't get that impression in the movie. In the movie, Fabrizio says, let's get going. And Michael says, no, no, like, yeah, He, call doesn't, seem, he doesn't seem angry. Yeah. Puzzo writes, when he... This is Michael. When he saw he had their proper, respectful attention, Michael said to them get that man out here to me. So I don't know. The, I'm not sure yeah. why. Maybe they, I know in the upcoming minutes, as Michael is talking to Don Vitelli and convincing him that he should allow him to meet Apollonia and get to know him, uh, that takes a bit of respect and trust. Yeah, And so maybe this is ramping up to that. Like right now, the, or prior to this, the like how Puzo refers to them as the sheep herders. Prior to that, the sheep herders don't they don't they, they take him seriously, but just so much. Yeah. And so this is a way for him to to really show them that he deserves more respect. Yeah. I guess we don't really see a lot of the relationship between Mikey and the bodyguards. Mm-hmm. Like they seem very friendly to me, and I never it never occurred to me that they would think that he was a lesser person mm-hmm. yeah but i guess in the book they could they could allow for a bit more subtlety and, and mm-hmm. you know yeah and then Puzzo wrote earlier that they don't know exactly who he is right but just, they just that know he's, he's from america he's a made man right he made his bones mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if fabrizio and carlo know that but they probably are tomasino does yes so he said he knew, he knew, he the, knew deed. the deed yeah. yeah yeah so there's another in- interesting uh different very interesting difference in the book so in the movie in this scene I believe in this minute Michael says he introduces himself he says I'm Michael yeah, Corleone, Col- Corleone. Yeah. In the book come up uh, with an alias he's he's without even hesitating Michael said I am an American hiding in Sicily from the police of my country my name is Michael he doesn't say Corleone hmm. Interesting. Which I think is it is interesting, and that's a huge difference, especially when you're hiding out from from people that are after or trying to kill you after the 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 killings that he did. It seems very unsafe, very unsafe to reveal that. And in the book, boom! Now Fabrizio and Carlo know exactly who he is. And oh, because this, he says he he says in front of them in the movie he says I'm Michael Corleone, but Fabrizio and Carlo didn't know that up to this point, right? So wait, so you're saying in the book... In the book, he just says, I'm Michael. But he does say he's on the run from the police. Yes. Here, he does. in the movie, he doesn't say, I'm on the run from the police. He just says, I'm hiding in system. That's right. He doesn't yeah. say specifically yeah. like what he did or anything. Yeah. So it's kind of a mixed bag between yeah. the two. <laughs> it's yeah, I like, guess, what's what's a better cover? Yeah. Well, I guess giving your name, though, because... I don't know. Maybe there are a lot of people with the name Corleone who are from Corleone in well, America. It, that's well, that's so I was going to say, it would be, I, I wonder if he in the book. Well, first of all, I think him saying his whole name is a, is a stronger choice because it's indicating like I'm putting my trust in you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. as opposed well to I'm, I'm Mikey. Yeah, I'm Mikey Roth. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm Mikey Green. Is my credit good enough to buy you out for this restaurant? <laughs> You, no. ma- <laughs> you America's gonna you make me make me laugh. <laughs> um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. What were we talking about? The uh, uh, about what's a, it's a better choice that he says Michael Corleone. Oh, right. But why he doesn't say his last name is because like his they're in the town of Corleone and he says like my name is Michael Corleone would be like someone coming to Portland being like my name is Johnny Portland. <laughs> <you're> like what? <laughs> that would make you lose respect instantly. For yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why he doesn't say. I really mean, like your daughter. You can trust me. I'm Johnny Portland. I'm on the run from the police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you think about it, like there's no redeeming traits from this guy. <laughs> Although maybe in Sicily, maybe being on the run from the police is a yeah. mark of pride yeah. because there's so much. So much uh, and Puzo writes a lot more about that, but I have to say that for the next minute. Oh yeah. Because can. that's when they yeah. start yeah. interacting more about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Johnny Portland. <laughs> I killed a cop. That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> Johnny Portland. Johnny Portland or <laughs> yeah. Mo, like Mo. Mo Vegas. <laughs> oh, I see, that's a cool that's name. That's a great yeah. name, yeah. yeah. I was once uh, writing a story, and I uh, needed an uh, Iranian uh, name. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can't remember how I did it. Iranian? Just, and I, Yeah, the person was mm-hmm. supposed to be of Iranian descent. Mm. So I said, uh, let me look up an Iranian last name or a name. And I used the name um, Persepolis which is actually the name of a city in Iran. Mm. And I was talking with someone they're like, you can't call him that. That's like calling someone <laughs> Johnny Los Angeles. He's like, man, well, yeah, that is a good name, Johnny Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept it. <laughs> it actually, Johnny Los Angeles works probably in Sicily. Yeah. Because they don't even know. And it, it works in, in English in America, too. It's like what do cool. you think in Los Angeles it would work, or would that be? Oh, God. That might be the one place it doesn't work. Because it's, like, too desperate. <laughs> like. I don't know if I would trust. I would hang out with someone named Johnny Portland in Portland. Really? <laughs> just to kind of get a better sense of oh, why yeah. they mean that. <laughs> you'd be at least intrigued to, t- to, like, tell me more about this. But not necessarily. <laughs> you're, you're not committing to the whole thing. You just want to know. You want all your prospectus about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So if you live, let's just say you live in the city of Portland. Okay, let's let's assume let's that. just say that. So yeah. how I'm not for our listeners. I'm not saying Alex lives in the city of Portland. Mm-hmm. You I'm call just, us. In living? case you have any stalkers, we want to keep your mm-hmm. your your resident location of residence safe. Mm-hmm. What's the sweetest? So the distance from where one lives. What's the coolest name? What's the sweet spot? Do you want to pick the closest suburb? Like, so for example, uh, no, uh, like Beaverton is a a city right next to Portland. If you live in Portland, would you want to go by like as Bobby Beaverton, (laughs) (laughs) or do you want to pick something really foreign or something not too foreign? People need to be able to recognize. Well, that's the thing, I think it has to be a famous place. Okay, it can't be the uh, like you know, hey, I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm Willie Hartsdale. <laughs> or, or like you know like uh, yeah like Tommy Tampa I- that does work. It's, I wouldn't yeah. say it's the coolest name, but it definitely yeah. conveys an image of yeah. your Tony Tampa. You definitely see, you know, a guy with <laughs> frosted like, tips and, a, and a, <laughs> one of those uh, tank tops with like the sleeves are cut. Oh you know, yeah, so, with um, the aluminum foil tanner holding up around his neck. Yes, right? exactly. Tom, yeah. Tom, 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 go talk to Tommy Tampa. Tommy Tampa. That's a, We got to do more tongue twisters, by the way. Oh, did you get yeah. the? I, I do you saw. I sent you a link of Sicilian tongue twisters. No really i never sent it to you i asked uh i was talking with tony consigli on the phone Oh, good and uh he asked his did we already talk about that well before i busted out the english ones i asked him if he knew any he said no but he was going to ask his parents okay yeah so he asked his parents oh great and his mother did not know any Uh, uh, sicilian tongue mm. twisters and she said no there's no such thing as sicilian tongue twisters Tony was very skeptical about oh, that. He's yeah. like, every language must have some kind yeah. of word, you know, word games. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. So I looked it up, and uh, I found a website that had a list of Sicilian tongue oh, twisters. Oh, excellent! Yeah, send me the link. Okay, we, maybe we'll talk about the bonus content. Yeah, totally. the problem was I couldn't read any of them because they're they're hard enough to read in because they're in Sicilian, let alone that they uh, are tongue twisters as well. That's so it's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but they give the English translation. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, yeah, but the translations are, are like much tongue twisters. Yeah, They're like it doesn't really help much with the. Uh, I know if you think of ours from from a couple episodes ago, one was like, "I'm a, I'm afraid, Fredo." What was it? I'm afraid, Fredo fears. No, I'm afraid. No, of, it was font, Fontaine forsook. What was it? It was it was fan favorite Fontaine forgoes fame, family for family fame. for fame. Right. Yeah. And th- th- what would that be translated into? It's like another language. It'd be, it'd be like yeah. Johnny Fontaine uh, prefers Never fame. got married. Like where never doesn't <laughs> spend time with his family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why are we talking about some tongue twisters again? Oh, so it's Johnny Portland. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it has to be recognizable, but not too recognizable. No, it can be too recognizable, but if it's going to be recognizable, it can't be in that city. Okay. Mm. Somebody known as you know as as Portland Johnny, so, in but, Portland would be would be like what? But if you live in Portland, is it cooler and more more of a hipster move to have a nickname of one of the suburbs? No, really, because really? Cause like suburbs Vinny, like Vinnie Vancouver, <laughs> the coo- Vancouver Washington is kind of a suburb of Portland, Oregon. Well, suburbs are never cooler than cities, for but one. that's that's what makes it cool nowadays. I don't know. If you're living in Portland, if you told me your name was like Johnny Vegas, yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. absolutely cool. But if you said you were like Vinny Vancouver, well, first or of like all you Ga- would- or like Gary Gresham. I'd say, oh, God, that's Gresham. That's, that's, it's a, deep, I like it's how a deeper thing, cut. All your things are alliteration. You're like Gary Gresham, <laughs> <Yeah>. Bobby Beaverton. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little cooler. You can, Vegas. With, you can always go with Johnny. <laughs> I think Johnny is the good all purpose. Yeah. It sounds it sounds devil may care and that, yeah. You know. yeah. Johnny go Vegas. <laughs> uh no, I still stick with my my uh with my I feel like if you're if you call if your name is like Beaverton Johnny mm. Well then I feel like they're just calling you that to distinguish you from regular Johnny. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're the guy who comes in you're from the, the secondary suburbs, person. Yeah. And you're the guy who comes lives in the suburbs and you just come in uh be cool. On yeah, the we're weekends. like, we're like, hey, Johnny, we need you to come in. He's like, okay, it took me like half an hour to get there, depending <laughs> on traffic. <laughs> ah, forget about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, uh, Bobby Beaverton, come on, join us. Uh, oh, by the way, I uh, leave the gun, take the canoe, bring the cannoli. <laughs> All right, flipped it. Don't want you to get here into this moment. <laughs> yeah. um, what else you got for this minute? Uh, Anything wh- else about the name? Like the remember we start the reason we start talking about this is because in the book he just says Michael, but in the movie he says Michael Corleone. Yeah. I think uh, you, and I guess the question is, do you think that was the moment, the catalyst that ultimately led Fabrizio to connect with Barzini and everyone else who was looking for him to plant the bomb in Apollonia's gun uh car. Well, it's funny because when uh you know Fabrizio's translating all this as mm-hmm. you mentioned last week even though Mikey can speak Sicilian he asks Fabrizio to do the translating. Yeah. Um yeah, it's strange. I think that's a it's a smart move mm-hmm. because as for, for smart move uh, on the part of Francis Ford Coppola or on, or on Michael Corleone on Mikey's part. Why? Well, if I'm in a country, mm-hmm. let's look. Okay, let's suppose you had a daughter, a okay. super hot daughter with a purple ribbon in her hair. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a 1960s song. <laughs> you got a hot daughter, the purple ribbon <laughs> in her hair. Now let's suppose this. Uh, three guys come up to you and I kick their asses. You start with the strongest guy. No. <laughs> If I was trying to impress the, if I was trying to impress you, I would mm. do a much better Whoa, job. Wait, wait, you are my brother, and you're, <laughs> trying, you're interested in my daughter. <laughs> I'm your brother. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's. Okay. okay, suppose I'm a stranger okay. who you do not know. Okay. I don't speak your language. Mm-hmm. I have two choices. I can either say to I can either say to my translator, "Listen, tell him what I'm saying," and I can say it however I want, and the mm-hmm. guy does the translation. Or I can come to you and say, eh, "Your daughter, I want to marry your daughter." You know what I mean? I oh, sound like a, no. I sound like an ignorant hillbilly. Yeah, but there are risks going the other way. First risk is I might think, "Well, this guy's in America and he wants to marry my daughter. He doesn't even speak English. How is my daughter going to connect with him?" Mm-hmm. Like that's. That's a real concern How am I I mean who is this guy It's it's just It's that much more removed He's that much more Of a foreigner Uh huh And so I'm There's that much more Mm -hmm. Of a barrier Between me And this this punk Okay second one Is now you are relying You are relying Align. on the interpreter's interpretation to communicate your message. Who knows what he's saying? Maybe what he's saying is, uh, uh, you uh have to I, born your daughter. <laughs> I am, I am from America and I want to have sex with your daughter and then I will leave her. Um, but my friend Fabrizio is, is a stand-up guy. <laughs> Very good. The awesome, the whole time, like it ended with like the guy giving Fabrizio of like $500. And he's like, why are you giving Fabrizio $500 for like, mine, you don't be me. So it's risky, but I see your point. I see your point. You don't want to come across as someone who's... Having, a pre- having an interpreter is more prestigious than fumbling your way through. Yeah, uh, I mean, it definitely shows someone's interpreting for you that it could be, it could be a weakness. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it could be seen as a weakness because you don't have the skills. Mm-hmm. But it could also be seen as, oh, I I have someone interpreting for me. Right, I'm too busy to learn another exactly. language. Exactly. Yeah, I I can afford yeah. to have people serving in the role of interpreter for yeah. me, just like they're serving as my guide and bodyguard. Right. So and as for, yeah, as okay. for being American, I think mm-hmm. that would have some prestige. Yeah. Because at this point, the war just ended. America's richer and more powerful than ever. And they're in this backwards little farming yeah. sheep town, mm-hmm. like having an American show up at this point. Yeah. You yeah. know, Pooza writes about that a bit in the next couple minutes. So I'm going to save, I'm going to save it for those okay. minutes. Um, as they start to dialogue yeah. about, about meeting Apollonia. So uh, one thing I noticed was that Mikey is totally unflappable. Mm-hmm. When uh, the guy, when the guy goes in there and starts yelling and for, and Mikey's like, what's that about? And then um like he doesn't even say, Oh my gosh, oh we gotta fix this or he just goes like tell him to come back out here. And it's like he yeah. it's like he knew he was already gonna propose he was like, Okay, I know what I'm gonna say to when he comes. I'll just propose you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. him I wanna marry his daughter. Like he how many times has he done this along the way that yeah. until this was successful? How many how many restaurants? How many hot girls did he see oh. go find their father and be like, I want to marry your daughter? Like, Get the hell out of here. <laughs> this is the eighth thunderbolt. Yeah, it's been there for seven months. That's, <laughs> that's why he's just so it's really just routine. <laughs> Tell him to come out. Yeah. Tell that him bruise him on his out. face isn't from the isn't from uh, McCluskey, it's from like other fathers oh. and brothers. And, <laughs> Yeah. You'd think though, by now he wouldn't have learned the Sicilian to say these things. Mm. He's not relying on it. Maybe he's just so annoyed by it now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at one point he tried to do it on his own. If it still wasn't working. So oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even think this phone was going to work. He was just like, oh, oh, really? Oh, okay, he bought it. Do you think all in all the previous seven attempts it played out the same way that the father came out and was like oh yeah these beautiful girls yeah they're awesome and then then he realizes yeah runs back all upset every single time <laughs> but i guess then for reason they, they do seem surprised he's like once he went no they should have mm-hmm. been like oh no we asked the father we, we should, hey you guys let's not open up with the horn dog we saw this hot girl yeah. routine because <laughs> yeah. it's it's not doing us any favors yeah so, well, I had a friend in high school and college, and he he swore that connecting mm-hmm. with girls and getting dates mm-hmm. is all about the numbers. Well, how, He said so it didn't even have like to... Like getting d- their numbers? Yeah, like connecting with them, get, getting them to go out with them. He said it's, it has little to do with your approach. I mean, obviously, your approach has mm-hmm. got to be somewhat sellable, yeah. but you just have to give it to enough girls. And eventually, even The if law like, of, if the law says, of says... You will succeed. You will look up. <laughs> Yeah, even if it's one percent, you got to just get to that hundred mark and eventually one. Will. Your friend sounds very distinct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I brilliant. don't know. Maybe there's <laughs> something to it. You know, <laughs> he's very. What's the word I'm looking for? Not distinguished. Skilled. No, but when you're uh, when you um, when you're not, mathematical. When you're what's it called? Like when you are chewed di- Analytical. No, it's with the di- D. Dis- uh, Discriminate, discerning, dis- discerning, di- discriminatory. Your friend is very discriminating discriminating yeah that he is a very but you're being sarcastic I'm mean, sarcastic yeah and he's like yeah i'll ask out a hundred girls maybe one. so what's will... the opposite of non not being discriminating uh slutty <laughs> <laughs> but he's not slutty because he's only hooking up mm-hmm. one oh i know that's even, that's even worse he's, he's a failure as a slut <laughs> <laughs> oh slut failure i won't say his name yeah what that's what the what only time i, I ever just say s- he's uh he's like uh gary vegas <laughs> gary vegas slut failure <laughs> Yeah, the only time I ever slut shame—you've heard that term, slut shame. Yeah, uh-huh. the only time I is when they're not slutting enough. I'm like, hey, come oh. on, man. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah, but that's actually an odd term, slut shaming. Mm-hmm. It should almost be like good girl shaming, because because you're not sl- you're not shaming the slut. You're shaming a good girl, making her sound like a slut. No, you're shaming the slut for for sleeping with a lot of guys. That's slut shaming. Right. I'm sorry, that's, that's that's what it should mean, but that's not how people mean it when they say slut shaming, right? I think that's how they mean it. Really? Yeah. If some girl if some girl's like, oh yeah, I had sex with ten guys, and you're like, Oh, what a what a you know, what a whore you are, then you'd be like, Oh, that's slut shaming. You wouldn't say that if a guy said, Oh, I slept with ten girls, but because it's a woman, you're saying, sh- Oh, you're a slut, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's so slut when shaming. you say so in that scenario, when you say, Oh, you're you're such a whore then I, as a third person there, would say, "Hey, don't say that. You are slut shaming." Yeah, I'm shaming okay. her for being slutty, huh? Okay. Where in this case, I don't think I don't know if that's. Is are you sure? Yeah, it would. Hmm. How it, often does that happen? You hear that term slut shaming all the time, right? But I always, I always thought it was the reverse—that it was someone who is wholesome or you know average, yeah—and someone is making like calling them a slut, yeah. But but erroneously or inaccurately, and someone says, "Hey, stop slut shaming that person." I think that's the opposite. Really? Well, you oh, know what? what? We ask, we we'll, we'll answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that would come up. That remember. is a great Godfather admit it, bonus content <laughs> <laughs> question. <laughs> um so in any you, case you, oh you, you you fly around men all over the world who you, you slut shame you then you come to me why do you come to me <laughs> see that would have been a great case for tom to be like hey hey come on uh, uh mikey you're slut shaming right mm, now mm-hmm, like, yeah it, you never said anything when sunny was horned up all over town that's true yeah so. aka connie really is a slut but michael shouldn't be her that way. Yes, he should be. Yeah. If anything, he should be saying you're performing a valuable <laughs> service to the... Wait a minute, the Don is semi-retired. <laughs> Any slut-shaming done has got to be done by <laughs> Michael, so you speak to him. <laughs> semi-retired. We haven't really talked... I know we haven't come to that minute yet, but... Yeah, I gotta save what it. What does a semi-retired Don do? We'll save it. He, he grows his tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> when he reads the funny papers. <laughs> <laughs> funny papers. Funny papers. So that's a good thing for the bonus content. We asked, we answered. <laughs> so, Wait, what um, else you got this minute? Well, I uh, I like that when Fabrizio comes out, he's like, come on, let's go. Let's it's, go. It's, it's his daughter. Because yeah. uh, he, he understands that this could literally be life and death. Oh, yeah. Well, if you notice when he goes, oh, go back in there. And then both Fabrizio and Kahlo both pick up their rifles. Like yeah. they're ready either to <laughs> run or to get into, his, or crazy? Get into a fight. Yeah. And then, so So who are the two guys who come out with? They're his sons. They're his sons. Yeah. Okay. Don Don Vitelli's sons. Do you have names for these gentlemen? Mm, No. Okay. No, no, I don't, Uh, not yet in the book. Okay. There's a whole, there's a lot more in the book coming up when Michael gets to know Apollonia and they meet on the date and all that stuff. But as of now, we don't know their names. Uh, I'm just looking in the script, seeing if it says. Yeah, I I don't, I know they don't say anything. Uh, she tempt the devil himself. Sicilian subtitles, a type more Greek than Italian. Do you know her? Abruptly, <laughs> Vitelli stands up. There's no girl like that in this town. My god, I understand. You, Fabrizio, you stop slouching my girl. Tell him to come here, call him. Fabrizio, you translate. Oh, it just says, uh, The two young men they mm. are identified, it doesn't mm-hmm. say that they are the other brothers. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it'd be great if they came out and they had the same voice and vocabulary as Apollonio. You you come you leave you don't no come back until Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday. No 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 oh. no. no. <laughs> uh, I think those two actors, the two sons, should have been played by um, by James Caan and oh. and, uh, and and John Cazale, <laughs> Just wearing like mustaches. Oh so my like, gosh. <laughs> That's the, that was the only way that Paramount would be able to keep. A- Al Pacino in the role you know how they wanted to get rid of him <laughs> to cut costs they had to re- recycle actors and actresses and oh like- Connie is Apollonia <laughs> and I like how they have to use the headline actors they don't <laughs> just use like extras in they <laughs> use like the-, the name people who we see in every scene <laughs> so, uh, Marlon Brando is Don Vitelli oh wow he's, getting- he's like audience- yeah the girls around here they're virtuous but beautiful why, why do you come to me with these questions <laughs> the audience is so confused is this a dream or is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, they paint a mustache on him. <laughs> no, they take the mustache off. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's like a Smackdown. Oh, taking the mustache off. <laughs> Wait, is that, are you saying that because they're getting ready to fight? Yeah. Or is it because he got punched so hard his mustache? <laughs> oh, <off? laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take the mustache off that guy. <laughs> so, so who would the bodyguards be played by? Uh, I guess Clemens and I Testigo. Call- <laughs> Well, uh, Clessio. <laughs> Clessio, Clemenza. We should call it, when we're referring to both of them, we should yeah. just say Clezio. Yeah, or to t- t- Menza. <laughs> I think uh, Clement, the actor who played Clemenza should play Don Tomasino. Mm, that's be, a good That'd one. be a good match. And to save extra money, uh, his wife can write all the dialogue for. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to pay Francis so Ford Coppola to write dialogue. I was going to say Frankie Five Angels could play Don Vitelli, but he, they didn't have to hire him for Godfather One. Oh, that'd, be, that'd right. be an additional expense. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> Unless they were,
0: you I would totally be up for using him in other roles. Oh in yeah, GF absolutely. I and mean, he could be bon- Bonasera. Yeah, he'd be like, "You see what they did to my daughter?" <laughs> <laughs> Nazarene, he could be Nazarene. <laughs> they, are they, taking hostages, Mike. They're taking hostages, Mikey. They suspended sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you ask me to give him suspended sentences? <laughs> <laughs> I've got business. I've got business with the with the, the Rosado brothers. I don't want it disturbed. Is Hyman Roth <laughs> in the book? In GF, mm, the the Godfather. Not pl- yet. Hmm. Not yet. I'm thinking probably not because all the stuff with stuff, all the yeah. the the, the, the modern plot of GF two is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's true. They don't even met- they did not even mention Johnny Ola in GF one. Yeah, they don't mention yeah, into nothing. any of the uh, no. any of the. Uh, huh. No flashbacks to young Don Corleone. So in what in in Godfather one? Oh yeah, in GF one. Yeah. Yeah. So boy, maybe. Yeah. I wonder if there will be a reference. I think they should have put a CGI Hyman Roth in the meeting of the five families of the the, the New York families. Oh, to show that Hyman Roth was there. Because hmm. remember, the, is that is know, that know. historically accurate though? I don't know. It just seems like it would it would stitch it. I would have yeah. I would I would CGI Frank Pentangeli into the GF one. In like crowd scenes at the mm-hmm. wedding and yeah. stuff to yeah. establish that he's there, mm-hmm. and same thing with Hyman Roth. I would, mm. I would CGI a little cameo of, of mm, Hyman Roth okay. there yeah. at the meeting of the five families. I wonder, you as know, far a- away as as Miami Beach, my <laughs> friend Hyman <laughs> Roth King. <laughs> he's like, "Hello, I'm talking mm-hmm. on my gold telephone. <laughs> yeah. I see that you did not invite Mo Green <laughs> again. Disrespected. So, what time is Mo Green getting here? <laughs> I'm sorry, we uh we didn't invite him. Uh, uh but, but but I promise we'll have a plaque made and send out to Vegas. Not even a card or an Evite. <laughs> bring him to this meeting. Yeah, so that's what I would do. Awesome. Um, yeah, we'll have to think about more characters that should be any any opposite that should be. From GF one to well, Clemenza dies. I know. Yeah, I guess I would put I would put an old um, Tom Hagen in GF three. Yeah, that's true. You can put a lot of people in GF three. Yeah. Well, not that many. Most of the people die off. Yeah, that's true. All die off. Yeah, or or deported, (laughs) died, natural natural. or uh, otherwise. (laughs) Oh, and the only only reason Hyman Roth is is in all the movies is because he always made money (laughs) for his partners. I'll see you have him in TF3 (laughs) too. Why not? I mean, you actually never see him die. You see him shot in the airport, right? Yeah. You never see him die. Maybe Maybe they repatriated him to Israel and he's in witness. Maybe he's still alive right now. Dying from the same heart attack. Five shots and he's still alive. (laughs) I would have it so that uh, when Mikey has his uh, diabetic uh, stroke Mm. or whatever, and you have him in the hospital, and then Hyman Roth would be in the next bed, and he pulls the sheet, (laughs) Hello, Michael. (laughs) He holds the pillow over his head. (laughs) (laughs) Or you you just see Mikey laying there, and then over in the next bed, you're. (laughs) Oh, and it just cuts to black. <laughs> He's playing a baseball game really loud. Oh, and, yeah. Excuse me, would you turn that down? Yeah. You'll break my eardrums. <laughs> That's great. You, and vaguely under under the sound of the, the blaring mm-hmm. baseball game on a television set, you hear something like, I I need a doctor that speaks English flying my doctor from Miami Beach. Oh, I can't wait to get to Hiram Roth. <laughs> Soon enough. So if you had to... P- I would say the four... M- who are the... F- mm. Who are the four most fun characters? Oh, v- all GF1 through 3? Yeah, one... Th- Zaza! Now, think? do we have to pick at least one from all three? Or are you just keeping it completely no, you open you can mix ended? it up. Oh, okay, well, I'm got to rethink that. Okay. Because hmm. Zaza <laughs> is fun to say. <laughs> that she has a character. I think there should be more Vincent's. <laughs> I know. Oh, boy. So many. I'd probably... I mean, Fredo, Frank Prantangeli, Don Corleone, Hyman Roth. And uh um, that's four. I mean, Mo Green. Why is it say or Waltz? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess they're not in it that much. I know. But they are fun. <laughs> Oh, be, You oh. can make a totally good movie just about the supporting character. You could, yeah. <laughs> hey, in this, in this minute when Don Vitelli comes from the back of the restaurant, uh, those t- instead of his sons, he's got McCluskey and Waltz oh, in perfect. character. <laughs> wow. Uh, damn it, uh, Don Vitelli, stand him up. I'll take care of him. And another young punk. He's I got guess. the bullet hole in his, <laughs> in his throat. <laughs> I can understand why McCluskey would I be. Mean, I don't know why Jack Waltz would <laughs> be. Well, because he's he because he flies all over the world. He's he's there Let's looking see, for ten. You heard know. about Ephelonia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make her a big star, <laughs> Mike. I heard there was this really uh, hot local girl here with yeah, a purple Mike. ribbon in her head. Uh, yeah, she could. <laughs> no, a- there's no girls like that in this village. <laughs> oh, that's for Mikey. Got. No, yeah, <laughs> it's all mad. Yeah, Mikey. I, uh uh, <sighs> she could be Walt's international's next protege. <laughs> <laughs> Driving lessons. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, do uh, you want to rate this minute? I'm, I'm, I'm going back and <laughs> think about what happened. So, he I comes back and introduces again. himself. And pretty Mike here's Fabrizio fetches Apollonia's father. Yeah. They like come he apologizes out. for the disrespect and mm-hmm. reveals his identity as Miguel mm-hmm. Corleone. Yeah. So, getting back to that for a second, when. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabrizio says that. I always thought Fabrizio was saying it as if, like, he knew. Well, that's why it's... He's like, Michael Corleone. Oh, really? See, this is who you're talking to. See, that is different than the book. I know. Because in the book, it's clear that Carlo and Fabrizio do not know the identity of Michael. Until that. I don't even... They know his name. Yeah. I think they know his name. First name. Right. Because he doesn't... He doesn't... Or I mean, he doesn't react when he hears Michael Corleone. No. The... Fabrizio doesn't react. He just when he, interprets. So that either means that he already knew it, or mm-hmm. that he that the name doesn't mean anything. Yeah, to him. yeah. He probably thought it was a fake name because, again, That's who's go, That's who's going to say, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Alex." Uh, yeah. Looking at looking for a sign. Cafe uh, John uh, Glass. <laughs> Johnny Portland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, his name is. Uh, <laughs> Is there a guy's name that starts with sh- with sh- the sound shh like shh? Sh. Oh Shaw. his name is uh Sean Sean. Sean Champagne Cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible name. Sean <laughs> <Shawn> Champagne Co- <laughs> Is his name Sean Cocktails and his nickname is <laughs> Champagne? <laughs> or is his name or is his name uh Sean Champagne and everyone just called him Champagne uh, Cocktails because that's like his <laughs> Uh, So we got to rate it Let's rate it I got mine I got mine I'm locked in I'm locked in Here we go One, two Ooh In sync Yeah we are in in sync sync. In sync Yeah I think the last episode Just beats this one out Because there's a little bit of comedy There's a little bit more comedy all the comedy with these two bodyguards. You're playing all that comedy. Funny papers. <laughs> it's like I'm reading this all in a the comedy. hospital. I'm reading, reading about this in the funny paper. Speaking about funny papers and the bonus content upcoming. Don't forget, we're going to talk about headlines, mm-hmm. political cartoons, which could be funny papers. Mm-hmm. And we added a new bonus, a recurring uh, Beatles song. What would be what would the Beatles have written about? For this minute in The Godfather, or we, we, yeah, we take a Beatles song and customize mm-hmm. it to fit this this minute. So. We should actually be doing post Beatles, like Wings and Yoko and Plastic Ono Band, because this is the movie came out in the early seventies. Well, right? maybe we should save that for GF two. GF two be solo ah. solo material, yeah. <laughs> And then GF3 yeah. will be all Julian Lennon songs uh, and uh, Danny Harrison and yeah. uh, Sean Lennon songs, The Next Generation. Yeah. And but but Paul McCartney will... has a performing son. Jesse McCartney. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It's too bad we can't use their post-Beatles stuff because for this minute they could do, Mikey on the run. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's got a gun. I guess he could apply that to Fredo in GF2. Yeah. Or Q in Cuba after the new after the coup starts. Yeah, totally. Fredo's yeah. on the run. <laughs> Any word from Fredo? Fredo's on the run. Oh, no, that would that would be in uh, GF1. What do you mean? When they go to Vegas and Mikey kicks the, 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 the ends the party in Las yeah? Vegas, and yeah. the band leaves. Because uh-huh. they'd be a band on, the the on, <laughs> band on the run. I don't know what's wrong with them. the I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> well i'll oh, we'll save it i'll we'll save me we'll just keep going all right so Man, anything uh, else for the bonus content those are recurring items right. anything else well there was one that we didn't talk about last week yeah we had godfather horoscopes horoscopes although we don't have their birthdays so we'd really be just creating the content yeah right yeah maybe we well, yeah, i have all kinds of backups i've got uh Oh, we got more. We already did tongue twisters, parody songs. Maybe we could reverse engineer it and read like the description of what Scorpios are like, and then be like, "Oh, well, that's clearly uh, Luca Brazzi or that's sunny. in this scene, and choose a scene. <laughs> well, it, I don't. You think it should just tie into the scene? Well, no. I mean, going back and and through all the scenes that we've analyzed so far. So if it said like this person didn't know where. It, didn't know. like Sorry, not this person's always in the, the the first person or second person. You are. You've got a decision to make. Yeah. Uh, but but you must be deceitful. Like, oh, that's Luca Razzi going to be a spy in the Tatalia family. All right. So how about this? First, we determine everyone's horoscope. Okay. And then we, we can apply them as yes. time goes on. Okay. And maybe we should check too to make sure they don't have a birth date. I yeah. looked online. It right, sounds like it's uh, getting complicated. Yeah, it is. All right. We'll figure well, something out. Well, we got out. some other things, too. Yeah. We have what if each character had a podcast? What were their <laughs> content? And- let's do that. Well, let's do the podcast. Let's do, that, really? let's do the podcast one. Yeah. Okay. okay sure. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, until then, boy, we need a new sign. We need a new sign off. Well, first of all, we haven't done this before we sign off. Mm-hmm. How many minutes is it until uh, this, the shooting on the park causeway? That's true, we haven't done it in a long time. Sonny gets shot on the causeway minuto 119. So we have 15 what 15 minutes left? Yeah, only 15 yeah. Minutes, left. Oh, right. minutes left. 16 minutes left. 16 minutes. Yeah. The lots of might not even be in the car, Sonny. But he's right to steal his heart. Lots of money will be making. A lot of money in that wife. Go see, come home. Made a big mistake, should have kept your mouth shut. Sonny was hot for my dear, you can't talk business with him. And Carlo made a mess, now you gotta clean it up. Now clean it up! Pop's in a coma, Fredo's losing his mind. Where the hell is Luca, you are out of time. Tick tock, tick tock, we're counting down every day. What can I do? What can I do? To Carlo, gotta make it to the Causeway. Sonny, 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 Causeway. Listen to me, you better listen to Clemenza's wife. Don't forget the gnollie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna pay the final toll with your life. All right, not not long now. All right, so stick around for the bonus content. Please leave us on a, a review on iTunes, on Facebook. Join the discussions on Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub on Facebook. I, we've been seeing a ton of awesome memes. Oh, yeah. The memes is, are uh... It is meme-sane. <laughs> Meme-sanity. Meme-sanity. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also if you want to shoot us an email... Yeah. Including sending us your Zaza yeah. file. Uh, that's godfatherminute at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you, we've already gotten a lot of Zaza MP3s. Thank you for sending them. Where we haven't forgotten about you, we're compiling them. And when we get a critical mass, we'll release Once We them. have two hours worth of, of <laughs> Zaza's. <laughs> one of our fans even did a whole mix with the beats and stuff. It's oh, fantastic. wow. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so cool. Maybe we should play one of those just as a as a as, teaser. If they put in all that work for okay. it, we should, we should reward them for it. Okay, the, uh, cool. Or the other thing is that eventually you should write a Zaza song and use all everyone's Zazas oh. in it, so everyone gets to be a part of the song. Oh, that's fun. it's kind of like We Are the World. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ex- except it's for totally Zazas. Zaza. <laughs> all right, so that'll wrap up the show. So until next time, we want, we want no, no acts, acts of vengeance. Of vengeance.